How can you help create a workplace where you want to work? Your workplace is on a mission to make work better. It's a Canadian multimedia company that delivers cutting-edge information on managing wellness and work culture through an award-winning magazine and events. This interview was recorded at the Imagine Your Workplace 2019 conference. It was held at the gorgeous Toronto Botanical Gardens. I'm your host, Mark Franklin, practice leader of a team of career professionals at careercycles.com and co-founder of One Life Tools. I'm pleased to be your host today on Career Buzz. What's valued more in the workplace, technical skills or so-called soft skills like communication, active listening, and emotional intelligence? Listen in as Kristen Harcourt and I discuss and debate the case for elevating soft skills to power skills or human skills, which power up your workplace. Kristen Harcourt, welcome to Career Buzz. Wonderful to be here. Uh, so here we are at the Your Workplace uh, conference. You've just spoken on the topic of lack of emotional intelligence is killing your culture. I want to talk to you a bit about that. But first, what do you like about your career these days? Yeah, I love that I'm doing work that I'm passionate about. I left corporate and started my own company two and a half years ago. And honestly, it's one of those things where every day you get so excited that you get to do work that's just completely fills my soul and very meaningful. Um, so I'm excited to be doing work that really feels like a calling. And so what is that calling? What are all the different hats you wear? What are the different things you're doing? Yeah, so I'm focused on doing a lot of uh, executive and leadership coaching and working one-on-one there. I do professional speaking, and then I do some consulting and training with organizations around creating more positive and productive work cultures. Great. How's business? It's going well. Yes, yes. What would you say the top few skills are that you use regularly to be successful? Um, mindset is huge. So being very aware of my mindset and being focused on the right priorities. Um, I think being an incredible listener every time I'm having a conversations and relationship building. Nice. So if we um, just take a step back and find out, how did you get here? You mentioned corporate and now you're doing your own thing. If you were to share with listeners a turning point or two in your career story, um, what can you tell us? You know, I had the entrepreneurial itch for about five years and I kept hearing it and it was a whisper and then it was getting louder and louder and louder and um, had parents who were quite risk adverse. So it just felt like, oh, what am I doing here? And then eventually it just got, it got to the point where I just could tell, I could feel internally, this is just what I, I need to be doing. So I took that leap of faith. Um, haven't looked back and it was the best thing that I ever did. Um, but do want to acknowledge that it does take some courage to, to leave the comfortable and leave the, uh, and leave what the known and the comfortable and going into the unknown. Um, but being able to create my reality and there's really no limits of what that looks like is incredibly fulfilling. Wow. What was the reaction of, of workmates, boss, <laughs> peers when you said, Hey, everybody, I'm quitting this nice corporate job to yes. do my own thing with full of risk. Yes. So friends also, said they're not surprised that they're like that's totally is is not at all surprising to us I, I think parents and family wanted to ask lots of questions in terms of what that financial <laughs> what that financial aspect would look like and and we're very um you know a little bit more operational focused in their questions my guest today is Kristen harcourt she's a certified professional coach i'm your host mark franklin here on career buzz i'm um, Kristen, let's uh, zoom into the topic you were talking today about emotional intelligence and its effect on culture. You know, we hear the term a lot, emotional intelligence. For you, what does it actually mean? 
Yeah, so emotional intelligence has four different categories. So first is understanding the self better. So having better self-awareness. So recognition of, of who you are and how you're showing up. It's about self-regulation. So understanding your emotions and what's going on with you and, and having more of a response as opposed to being reactive. And then the social aspect is really understanding social awareness and social and uh, relationship management, right? So how are you connecting with the people around you and also being aware of them, not only understanding your own emotions, but understanding the emotions of those around you so you know some people call those soft skills you know we have that term floating around in our culture uh, you're trying to shift that language what are these skills yes I believe they're human skills and they're core skills and anytime we use a word like soft it's taking away um, really how important they are so I think the more that we get rid of the language of calling anything soft um, whether it's be powerful whether it's being called human whether it's being called core skills um, it puts more of an emphasis on it and more credibility and gets people um, rallying behind okay this is like this isn't something like a nice to have this is something that we really need to take seriously right on we've been talking a lot about these skills on career buzz and I've been using the term power skills for them um, but in any event I think we both agree it's better to shift the language away from this term soft skills towards human skills power skills it gives them a recognition of their importance and we find that employers do say that this is what they want more than anything yes so and and your topic was all about these uh, emotional intelligent skills and how they affect workplaces and culture what is the link Oh, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Like when you have people in, in organizations that don't have that level of self-awareness as, as a leader, it's creating an environment where people aren't going to do their best work, right? They're not going to show up and be as productive. They're not going to connect as well with the people around them. Um, so, so the more that leaders are bringing that to the workplace, they're creating environments where the team, there's much better team cohesion, there's more loyalty to the company, um, so they're much more likely to stay with the company, um, they're not going to leave, your, your retention rates are going to have a huge impact. Um, but the other thing that I don't think people think about is how much stress and anxiety gets created when people are in that kind of workplace with toxic behaviors. And then you've got a lot of people that are, are leaving work and having short-term disability or long-term disability. I, I can't tell you how many people have said they've had to leave work and stay home because the the level of stress and anxiety seems epidemic mm -hmm. so what can we do about it listeners um you know we we have courses to learn hard skills we can go take a course for this or that thing or we can take a coursera or a linda or edx online or continuing education from our college or university where, how do we develop these soft, not soft, these power or human skills? Yeah, so I think it, the first thing is just um, acknowledging and being aware of how important it is and starting to um, get feedback from others, right? Asking others like, hey, what do I do really well? Where do you notice that I don't do as well? So what can I do more of? What can I do less of? And I say, like, this doesn't have to just show up in the workplace. We're whole people. So it's not like you're just this leader at work. You're, you're a, a husband. You're a wife. You're a parent. You're an aunt. You're an uncle. So ask the people outside of work as well, like, how, what could I do better? How could I better support you? What do you notice are some of my struggles? Because it can sometimes feel safer and less vulnerable to ask outside of the workplace. And then you start to notice 
you know, they're, usually your family is very happy to give you feedback and a lot of it. Whereas in the workplace, depending on what that trust level looks like, the first time you ask, they're going to just be like, oh, you're great. Everything you do is wonderful. It takes time to be asking that question over and over again before you really get an honest response. Right on. Yeah. And I know one other aspect that you brought up about it that, that I really appreciated was this idea of self-reflection. You had a, a quote, self-reflection is the school of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So can you take us into that? There was a great quote, if you can give us the background on the quote. And then, and then when we talk about self-reflection, uh, we talk a lot about that. I find that word reflection comes up a lot, but in the busy world that we live in, people don't do it or they don't have the tools. So what is that all about? Yeah, um, great point, because I think we are living in this world. It's uh, 24-7, go, go, go. There's a glorification of busy, what could be a whole other talk. Um, but it's, it's creating that space and understanding why it's so important to create that space. So you can start off with little rituals, right? So um, self-reflection can happen any time of day. It could be in the morning. It could be um, in the evening before you're going to bed. And just asking yourself some questions like, hey, what went really well today? So celebrating the wins. We're so quick to move off to the next thing and not celebrate things that went really well. Um, Acknowledge like, hey, what didn't go as well today? Um, How did I not show up as the best version of myself? Um, Why? Why did that happen? Sometimes it's because you look at your rituals, you didn't have any sleep the day before. You're go, 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 right? So the more you can ask yourself some of those questions and what do I want to focus on the next day, right? So this is where I noticed I you know, wasn't necessarily showing up as the best version of myself. Um, I acknowledge that. Uh, is there anyone I need to have conversations with and maybe apologize? And then what do I want to do differently to try to work on that skill more? Uh, the other thing I like to say, Mark, is... Um, is it's nice to, on a weekly basis, have one thing that you're working on as opposed to trying to do everything. So if you're saying, I want to be a better listener. So through your self-reflection, you notice, you know, I don't think I'm listening as well as I could be listening. For that week, make it your focus that I'm going to, as much as possible for every interaction, try to do more active listening. Nice. So that's the inspired action out of the self-reflection. Yes. Nice. Really helpful, Kristen. Thanks for that. Just to wrap it up, last question, bringing it back to the personal, you shared a bit about your own personal story, becoming an entrepreneur. What's one thing you can share with listeners that you've learned from your own story about making good choices, good life and career choices that uh, that emerge from your own personal story? Mm. For me, it's been tapping more into my intuition and not staying in my head, but also going into my heart and going into my body to see what feels right and what doesn't feel right and be in alignment. I think so often we're, we're in our head a lot of the times and we're not tapping into a whole other part of ourself. Um, so much wisdom there. So the more that I can slow down and check in with myself and see what those answers are, I have the answers. It's not people out there that have the answers. I have the answers, but I need to slow down to be able to hear them. Beautiful reflection, Kristen. Thanks so much, Kristen Harcourt, for joining us here on Career Buzz. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Mark. You've been listening to Imagine Your Workplace 2019 conference interviews here on Career Buzz, Canada's unique radio conversation that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations. I'm your host, Mark Franklin. You can find out more about me at careercycles.com and onelifetools.com. If you have any comments on today's interview, please email me. It's Mark with a K at careercycles.com. Technical production today was by Kat Klippenstein. Catch Career Buzz every Wednesday at 11 a.m. till noon Eastern Time on CIUT 89.5 FM in the Greater Toronto Area or CIUT.FM Worldwide. Go to careercycles.com and click podcast. I'm Mark Franklin. Thank you for listening to Career Buzz.